Hi, I'm your host, Anthony Giorgio, and you're listening to another episode of QT, Queer Teen Podcast, showcasing and encouraging the next generation of queer youth from across the world to stand up for what's right. Hello, uh, my name is Hunter. I use he and pronouns, and I identify as a trans uh, straight male. I grew up on the west side of Syracuse with my granny and my mother, who was a single mom at the time. My mom was very feminine and would constantly put me in dresses and grow out my hair. Thankfully, my granny wasn't and would take me shopping for boys' clothing, but never really questioned my gender and thought of me as a tomboy like her. My granny's a very spiritual person and would constantly talk to this one priest, Father Ryan. She was talking um, about me one time, and he brought up the term gender nonconforming. She brought it to me, and we started talking about this to my mom, and she told my grandma to stop putting ideas in my head. So like my grandma usually does, she went overboard on her research, research and found the book The Transgender Child. When she brought it up to me, it began to explain a lot. So she bought five copies, and we began to read. I've always had a closer relationship with my grandma, so being with her was a very important part of my life. Um, And after we finished the book, we brought it back up to my mom, and she took a copy to read, but she said it didn't sound like me, but that she would consider it when she got back from her business trip. During the weekend that she was gone, my granny took me to get all my hair cut off, and when she got back, she didn't even realize it was me. That was the last time that I saw my grandma for three months. My mom started to get on board and didn't care about my hair anymore, but was still going by my old names and female pronouns. Around the same time, my grandma found the Cube Center, saving the day once again. She reached out and found that they had a trans group that met, and we went the next week. I was about nine years old at the time and the only one in the eight to 12 year old group. So I aged up four years before I was supposed to. At this time, I was at a Catholic school, which had a strict dress code. The biggest thing I wanted to do was wear a tie, so I did. Within 30 minutes of me being in the school, I got called down to the office and had to call home and get picked up. This was the first time that I realized I was really different. During the rest of my time at Holy Cross, I was called out a couple more times and then graduation came, and I transitioned over the summer and went to another Catholic school, Bishop Grimes, but this time as a male with male pronouns and my new name. But there were people there that knew me before and some of them were really homophobic and transphobic. The beginning of my seventh grade year wasn't so good. There was a total of 20 emails sent to the administration about bullying and nothing was being done. But there was one main incident that caused me to leave. I was leaving gym and saw someone who was, at my, who was in my art class and he asked me what, they, what we did in gym and I replied kickball. Then one of my friends at the time, her brother, walked in and those two were joking around And the one who asked me what we were doing turned to my friend's brother and told him that I said, fuck you. He said, I, he said I was too smart and I would know what would happen if I said that. But this time it was like the end of the year. And you know what? I just had enough. So I turned around and I said, fuck you. And he called me a dyke and I said, thanks, but no. And then he said, oh, right. You're a dude without a dick. I didn't know how to reply to that. So like the school told me before, to go down to the administration 
and report it. So I did. And they told me to go to class and they would call me down when in a ministry when an minister was available. I went up to health class late and ran into his sister. She kept asking me why I was late and pestering me about what I was doing. So I told her about the incident and I went up to the front of the class in my seat. Meanwhile, she was sitting in the back. She called over the whole class, so you called my brother a dude without a dick. And I said, no, he said that to me. Her response was the one that shocked me the most. She said, well, he was right. He's only stating facts. At that point, I didn't know what to do. So I stormed out and I left school. We went to a meeting the next day with the vice superintendent of the whole Syracuse diocese and talked about putting a safety plan in place. And then she asked me if I was going to return. And I said, it depends if the safety plan is good enough. And she said, quote unquote, I am not going to waste my weekend creating a safety plan if you are not going to return. That's when I knew I was done with Catholic schooling. Um, and that has drove my passion for the advocacy which I continue into today. I'm not out of my current school because of discrimination at my previous eight schools, but I identify as a queer male and do lobbying in Albany. I walk in different pride parades. In Syracuse, I walk with the Q Center. And last year, um, I was invited to walk with Marriott and be on their float as an influencer. I'm going to be there again this year. In my school, I'm a mental health peer educator and mandated reporter. This means that I'm there for other peers that need to talk. I'm also a peer educator for the ACR Health CAP program, the Comprehensive Adolescent Pregnancy Prevention Program, which means I get to go in and help teach in different schools, hold, hold and host events, and help teach in my classes at my own school. I'm very excited to continue on with activism in my community. Follow me on Instagram, hunter.alex underscore. And thanks for listening to another episode of QT, Queer Teen Podcast, showcasing and encouraging the next generation of queer youth from across the world to stand up for what's right. And remember, listen, learn, love.